Hello and welcome to the Press Rewind Prince Lyrics Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Brenniger. This is the first episode of my podcast, so I wanted to spend a little bit of time kind of explaining what the purpose of the podcast is to me and what I intend to do with it. So as the title indicates, it's a Prince Lyrics Podcast, meaning that I'm going to go through each one of his officially released songs one by one and dissect his lyrical content. Um, Pretty simple. Why am I going to do that? Well, I'll take you back a little bit to 1983 when I first heard Prince, first heard him on the singles Little Red Corvette in 1999. Now, I have an older sister, and back in 1983, she was buying 45s, which were the the vinyl versions of 7-inch singles. So couldn't we didn't have a tape player at the time, so you couldn't record songs off the radio. So the only way that you could own your own copy of a song if you liked it well enough is to buy the 45 in record format. Thankfully, she let me listen to her records, and I was completely enamored with Little Red Corvette in 1999, the first time I heard them. Sure, the cover of the 1999 single just showed a picture of Prince, but I I knew I heard other voices on that song, so I was a little confused as to why. I mean, was Prince a band? If it was a band, then why didn't it show the entire band on the cover? Um, why did I hear a woman's voice, but this was clearly a man on the cover of the of the record? Regardless, I was confused, but I was also intrigued. It all became much more clear to me once I got MTV about a year later and I started seeing music videos for singles off of the Purple Rain soundtrack. One Dove's Cry was the biggest hit in the summer of 1984 and I certainly was aware of that song. I'll never forget the first time I even heard that song. It was in in my dad's car on a road trip and it came on the radio and i'm just like wow this is <laughs> this is something i've never heard before in my life i cannot this is the same guy who did little red corvette in 1999 that's awesome i he's you know three for three or four for four at the time i'd heard delirious as well so that was probably the fourth windows crowd was probably the fourth prince song i had heard and at that point i figured this this guy was a genius couldn't couldn't do any wrong and um and from there on, you know, now 35 years later, I'm still listening to Prince. Still think he's a musical genius. That hasn't changed in 35 years. Have I loved everything that he's released in those 35 years since I first first heard him, first discovered him for myself? No. That doesn't really matter, though, because he's my favorite artist of all time, and I'm certainly going to spend the time for this podcast doing something that I've never really done before with the exception of his maybe most popular and most um, well-known songs is dissect his lyrical content. I think he's an underrated lyricist, but I admit myself that I haven't always taken the time to kind of get what he's trying to say in some of his songs, especially his album tracks, the ones maybe where I haven't listened to them quite as much depending on the album they they're found on. I always focus more on his music, the musicianship, the instrumentation, you know, his brilliant guitar work, and a lot of the other aspects that made him and his music so memorable. This is my way of, of rectifying 
that mistake by going through each one of his songs in a very systematic way and and forcing myself to read the lyrics as I'm listening to the songs and then just utilize this platform to to talk through them. And I'm hoping that at some point listeners of this podcast will contact me with their own thoughts on the lyrical content of the songs that I'm covering. And um, maybe my insight is completely off base, but it's my insight and it's going to be framed on my experiences with, with his music that could be completely different from the intent, could be completely indifferent from what another listener's experience or interpretation of those lyrics are. And that's perfectly okay. I think a lot of Prince's lyrics are a bit obtuse in that way because they're just, it's just not going to be um, always so black and white, at least with some songs that I'm looking forward to dissecting. Let's put it that way. I think another thing that will come to light by going through Prince's lyrics chronologically will be an insight into his maturity level and going from literally a teenage lyricist in the late 70s all the way up until, you know, middle-aged when he unfortunately passed on, we're going to see a big difference from songs written for for you and on Prince and Dirty Mind to then Love Sexy, Sign of the Times, Diamonds and Pearls through Rainbow Children and, you know, Artificial Age, Hit and Run. It's going to be pretty fascinating to me to see that growth over over a man's entire adult life. I'm looking forward to that journey through the dissection of his lyrical content. We all know his music has changed over time, as music tends to do. But as far as his lyrical content is concerned, I think um, maybe those who aren't as well-versed in Prince's personal life may not be aware of some of the changes that occurred that may have caused a shift in his lyrical content from, you know, youthful exuberance and exaggeration and, and, and sexual content meant to shock and kind of draw attention versus more insightful lyrics, um, lyrics that more accurately reflected where he was at later on in his life from um, a religion standpoint or then, you know, during his marriage in the 90s and his second marriage in the 2000s. You know, I mean, there's there's just going to be things that you can point to as we go through this process where you can kind of identify where he was at in his life and how those lyrics make sense based on knowing those personal aspects of, of the Prince the Man. And that's going to be an interesting, I think, an interesting thing to consider when going through his songs chronologically as well. Going through the songs chronologically is meant to create, you know, an easily digestible means to to accomplish this goal. I can't do an album. If I do an entire album in one podcast, first of all, I don't think I'm going to have, I, I won't be able to go through each song individually well enough and dissect it well enough in order to really 
add any value to to what's been already kind of discussed about Prince and Prince's songs. But this this podcast is just as much for me as it is for anybody who listens to it. This is just my public way of acknowledging Prince as an underrated lyricist and providing myself a venue to go through his lyrical content song by song. And this is going to take a while because there's a lot of music to get through. And that's okay. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to lose interest. This this is a, a journey that I'm on for myself, and I want to share that with my podcast listeners or with anybody who comes across this podcast and finds the discussion of Prince lyrics to be intriguing. I hope that you join me on this journey as well. And with with that, I'm going to jump into the first track off of his very first album, For You. For You, as most Prince listeners know, is his debut album. The album was released in 1978. He hadn't quite yet turned 20 when the album hit stores. It was primarily recorded um, in 1977. And at that time, he had been signed with Warner Brothers Records in kind of a unique record deal for for a 19-year-old that he could produce his own music no outside producers for this 19-year-old music musical wonderkin so <laughs> this is probably not something that would ever occur in 2018 but it happened for prince he took advantage of it for you is his vision he, he did have a little bit of um help with some songs chris moon gets writing credits co-writing credit for soft and wet nevertheless the opening track off of For You is also the name of the album, For You. Prince did this multiple times in the 80s where he led an album off with the title track to the album. Um, He did it in 1978's For You. He did it again two years later for Dirty Mind, Controversy, 1999, Around the World in a Day, Parade, and Sign of the Times. That's quite a few albums where the opening track is the title track. So I love that For You is the first song in his discography. Um, the lyrics are so perfect for that. So perfect to be that opening song. A man who spent nearly 40 years of his life creating music what we get sounds more like uh, a statement like he's making a statement with his very first song and some artists are able to do that with a very clear vision other artists you know their vision is um, it comes off as maybe a little immature especially at that age but this these lyrics you know they really really speak to i think the um 
the hopes and dreams that Prince had as a musician and as a recording artist of how he was going to uh, kind of provide the listener a a soundtrack to their lives. And, and he was hoping that, um, you know, through his musical journey, he could he could do something meaningful. And he had a lot of confidence with with um, making a statement such as this. I'll just quickly read the lyrics. The, the song is barely over a minute long. It's completely acapella, um, you know, multi-tracked vocals done beautifully, but it's very simple lyrics. All of this and more is for you. With love, sincerity, and deepest care, my life with you I share. So all of this and more is for you is the first line. All of this. So my interpretation of, of this is that um, he's, he's expressing like all of this, meaning all of his gifts, all of his musical gifts. He, at an 18, 19 year old, he was a multi-instrumentalist at that point already, you know, very proficient in a number of different instruments, drums, bass, guitar, keyboards, piano. And, and as far as a vocalist, you know, complete control of his range. He could do any range he wanted. Yeah, his early stuff is primarily in sung in falsetto, but as he could show later on in his career, he could switch it up, do different voices. I mean, he could just go anywhere with his with his vocal range. So I look at that line, all of this, meaning all of my gifts, my musical gifts, and more. So he didn't really... He probably was thinking, you know, there's more to come. I'm just getting started, so I'm not going to put myself in a box at 19 and say that what I'm recording now in 1977, 78 is going to be the extent of of my gifts. Uh, you know, he knew he had he had room to grow, and he knew that he would grow. And it's for you, you meaning all of us, all of his listeners, anybody who was going to go on that journey with Prince. And um, I don't think, you know, he had, a, like I said before, he had a lot of confidence to have this be like one of the first things that comes out of his his mouth on a recorded song. To have that um, vision that, you know, this is this is my mission statement. This is my mission statement as an artist and as a musician and as um, somebody who's going to do this for the rest of my life. The next line, with love, sincerity, and deepest care. So, you know, he's he's already showing that this is not, he's not doing it tongue-in-cheek. He's not, these, these lyrics aren't sung tongue-in-cheek. They're not sung with, you know, braggadocio. That He's like saying, I, I love all of you. I'm sincere in my, in my admission to this being my life, and I promise to take care of of anybody who who chooses to join me on this journey, on my journey. And the final line, my life with you I share. My life with you I share. Well, <laughs> he did. Absolutely. Yes, he, he may, may have been a private man outside of the public eye, uh, really only people who were able to get within his inner circle could probably tell us who 
Prince was deep down, but he let us in. He still let us in through his music. I mean, we understood kind of who he was through his music. We knew that he had a wicked sense of humor. We knew that he also had um, a lot of thoughts about and fears about the world and how people of of color, people um, in the LGBTQ community later on and, um, you know, religion, spirit, spirituality, obviously love, relationships, sex, they were all integral parts, uh, family. I mean, he, he did that. He, he shared his life through his music. No, he didn't do a lot of interviews, especially early on in his career. Later on, he did more so, but very early he was, he was very guarded about his personal life. Uh, he wanted to express himself through his music, and that's where he primarily did. So the only other thing I wanted to say about this is that while this is my interpretation, that he's he's telling us as listeners of his music that he's doing this all for us with, with, deep, with the deepest care and sincerity, he's going to share his life with us through his music, which I feel like he did. And it's a brilliant, brilliant opener. For somebody who had a 40-year career, nearly nearly 40-year career. But I guess, you know, you could think of it from a different standpoint and say, well, he was pretty young when he wrote this. Could it just be simple? Are we digging too deep? Could it be just from a face value standpoint, be about a girl? You know, could it be his declaration of, of love and um, commitment to a woman. I think all of this still to me means talents and gifts of his musicianship. I do not think that all of this means the physical prince, the physical form. So I hope I've sufficiently um, articulated my thoughts on the three lines of lyrics that make up for you first track off of Prince's debut album. Um, like I said, the minute it's just a minute long song, so there really isn't that much more to get into, but I I think from a from a lead off single, lead off song standpoint, first episode, it couldn't have been more more perfect in my mind to have this be the lyrics that are the first that we hear from this artist. I I'm kind of jealous of anybody who um, first heard Prince in 1978 by picking up this album. I came across For You much later, um, sometime in the late 90s, you know, 20 years after its release was the first time I heard the album. By then, obviously, Prince was a... Uh, a megastar, and I had been listening to his music for well over a decade, more like a decade and a half, and, you know, it was kind of an afterthought. For You was an afterthought for me. It wasn't until fairly recently, like in the past 10 years, that I sat down with For You to listen to it front to back, repeatedly, 
and and gave it a, a real listen. And that's when the, these lyrics finally hit me. Like, oh, wow, this is... If I would have been listening to Prince in 1978 and this is the first thing I heard, and then um, years later still realizing what an impact he was having, not just in the in music, but within me, myself, I think that it would have been pretty, pretty amazing. But nevertheless, better to come across this album and this song in particular after the fact later than not at all. So that is, in essence, what I have to say about For You. Now, if you have different interpretation of these lyrics, I would love to hear it. The best way to get a hold of me would be through my blog, pressrewind.net. There's um, my email address is, is on there, and you can just contact me there. Just go to the top of the screen of the, the main page and hit the little contact button. So once again, pressrewind.net is my blog. My name is Jason Brenninger, and this has been the Press Rewind Prince Lyrics Podcast, Episode 1, for you.